codes verified. Priority one message from Starfleet coming in on secured channel. Hello, Captains, and happy First Contact Day. You're listening to episode 122 of Priority One, recorded on Thursday, April 4th, 2013, published every Monday morning for download on PriorityOnePodcast.com. I'm Tony. I'm James. And I'm Elijah. What do we have this week, Elijah? Well, this week we trek out more trailers! In Stone News, we celebrate First Contact Day in Season 7, Dev Blog number 42, and review the first and second Dev Blogs about Legacy of Romulus, Stowe's first expansion. And instead of reviewing last week's Ask Cryptic, we prefer getting our answers straight from the horse's mouth. So this week, Star Trek Online executive producer Dan Stahl joins us to talk about Legacy of Romulus and answer some of your questions. As always, towards the end of the show, we'll open hailing frequencies and review your incoming messages. Oh, 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 oh my. It's coming. Star Trek Las Vegas is just four months away and we're already gearing up for the big event. This year, we're teaming up with Trek Radio and Stoked Radio to bring you Las Vegas like never before on the bridge of the Enterprise. That's right, because that's how we roll, son. Unfortunately, such an endeavor is not cheap. Priority One needs your help to raise funds that will help cover the cost of broadcasting from the convention halls during the 2013 Star Trek Las Vegas convention. We'll have a live broadcast just as we did last year, stream videos and interviews, and bring you up to the second coverage of this year's convention. Our goal is $700, and we need your help to get there. Please visit our website and click on the big orange donate button on the left side of the page. You'll be taken to the secure and ever popular PayPal website to submit your donation. Again, this fund is to help cover the cost of broadcasting from the convention hall. This money is not for our own personal gain, nor will it cover the travel, lodging, food, or whatever activities. So help us bring the convention straight to your computer or smartphone by donating. Our goal, like Tony said, is $700. And with your help, we can reach that goal. Remember Bob, big orange button bob priority one is an immensely successful organization thus far built by volunteers if you believe you have a skill or talent you would help develop the show then send it to us in an email and how you'd like to help right now we're looking for video editors for our youtube channel as well as audio editors and for our podcast so you can reach us at incoming at priority one podcast.com make sure and put your name and what you want to do at the top so we know what it's about and we hope to have you uh, become part of the team because we need talented people Usually, you can listen to us live on Trek Radio every Thursday at 5.30 Pacific or 8.30 Eastern. Our sincerest apologies to everybody that tried to join us for the live stream Thursday night. We had some insurmountable technical difficulties. Uh, Thanks for hanging in there for as long as you did, folks, and chatting. We promise we'll get it sorted out on our end and get it back to you guys live next week. Come back next week, and you can chat live with us in-game, or you can visit trekradio.net and jump on IRC chat client, which can be found under the community link. All right, before we move on with the show, we want to remind you that PriorityOnePodcast.com offers more than just podcasts. We've got amazing articles and blogs from some of the most respected members of the community. 
So be sure to visit www.priorityonepodcast.com for all of that free, great content. And a very special welcome to Sam on Maui, as he is the latest addition to the literary department, as he brings to us the Dilithium Tracker. So if you want to find out when it's a good time to buy or sell, then be sure to keep your eyes on PriorityOnePodcast.com. Well, let's get ready to track it out. I don't know. Then let's trek it out. Well, another week and another stupid trailer. For NASA, the Aerospace Industries Association, a trade group of aerospace companies, have just reached their goal of putting a 30-second promo for NASA before the new Star Trek movie. Trailer voiced by Peter Cullen. Mr. Optimus Prime himself will appear in 59 theaters in some of the big markets in the country. Your New York, your LA, your DC. You want to see it in a theater near you? We'll head over to their Indiegogo page and see if they hit their stretch goal by May 1st. They want to hit $94,000 and they'll be able to expand it to at least one theater in every state in the union. Go check it out. We'll have the link in our show notes. Yo, anything that Optimus Prime voices is awesome. And this trailer is too. has got a golden voice. Discover something you think the rest of our listeners would enjoy hearing about? Then send it over to us via incoming at PriorityOnePodcast.com. And you'll be entered into our random drawing for 1,000 zen. Let's check out what happened in Stow News. Computer status report. Status. Incoming message. I'm only in the mood for good news today. Welcome to Stone News, and we're going to be covering all the new legacy of Romulus Dead Blogs and our Season 7 Dead Blog number 42. So why don't we get kicking off with Season 7 Dead Blog number 42, which is, of course, celebrating today, celebrating First Contact Day. Still is holding a special event from 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on April 5th to 10 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on April 11th. During this event, you'll be able to visit Utopia Planitia Shipyard awesome and have a chat with some of the bridge officers of the federation flagship uss enterprise f after you meet the crew pick up your own replica of the phoenix if you don't already have one humanity's first warp capable ship as a deployable non-combat spacecraft but they're pretty cool first contact day takes place in the vulcan sector of the sirius sector block at the entrance to the Sol system hail commander winters and he will accept the first contact mission for you and send you on your way to get your phoenix non-combat pet for our klingon friends april 5th celebrates the Day of Honor. The captain and senior staff of the IKS Borktas flagship will be inviting all warriors of the Empire onto their bridge in order to introduce the Valiant crew. After you've met with the crew, you'll be able to pick up a Tritanium Rending Batleth as a gift. That just sounds wicked cool. So go and get one. The Day of Honor event takes place in the Omega Leonis sector block at the Quonos system. You can beam more of the Borktask from the transport room of or at the shipyard. Hail Commander Taket and accept a Day of Honor mission that will reward you with your Tritanium Rending Batleth sweetness. So what's better? Is it the Phoenix non-combat pet or a freaking Batleth? Man, I want a Batleth. Yeah, I gotta go with the Batleth on that one. I do, I really do. I, I mean, you know I'm all like fatted up, but I gotta say, Batleth, pretty awesome. Oh, I would wield a Batleth. In this first blog for the new Legacy of Romulus expansion for Star Trek Online, we are reintroduced to the splintered Romulans. In the aftermath of the Hobus supernova that destroyed both Romulus and Remus, Romulans are now split into three groups. The Tal Shiar, led by Empress Sela, the Romulan Republic, led by Datan, and 
Just plain old survivors. Your story begins as a survivor. Romulans that have been scattered across the galaxy doing their best to make a new life in the shadow of their homeworld's destruction. They have rejected the iron fist of the Tal Shiar, but also doubt that Datan and his forces possess the ability to achieve their goals. Now this segues very well into Legacy of Romulus dev blog number two. In their second dev blog, Terry Lynn Schull, writer for Massively's Captain's Log articles, conducts an interview with executive producer Dan Stahl and gets some burning questions answered. For instance, Romulan players will be able to fly the ships of their allies, but allies cannot fly Romulan Republic ships. Much like Kira Norris would command the Defiant while still wearing her Bajoran militia uniform, and all Benjamin Sisko got to do was rebuild an ancient Bajoran boat that couldn't even go to warp without the help of some weird space things. Additionally, Romulan captains have a unique species trait that's called subterfuge, which can provide a bonus to cloak and decloak ambush damage. If Romulan is flying a ship without the cloak, then they're not getting the most out of that trait. So I guess that's a big incentive to ally yourself with the Klingons or fly those sexy new warbirds. All right, well, that wraps up Star Trek Online news. Let's crush some rumors and get the scoop on the upcoming STO expansion from executive producer Dan Stahl. Security clearance level 3 or above is required to access files. This is Captain Benjamin Sisko. Authorization Sisko Alpha 1 Alpha. Logs accessed. And joining us for this episode is executive producer Dan Stahl. Thank you for joining us and, and taking time out of your very busy schedule, I'm sure, uh, to join us. Hey, this is great. I'm excited to be back talking to you guys. Awesome. All right, let's jump right in. So before we begin, we figured we'd, uh, we'd squash a few of the general misconceptions out there, maybe in a true or false kind of fashion. Uh, feel free to expand and elaborate if you'd like. Um, first, the expansion is going to cost absolutely nothing. True. All right. I mean, it costs – I mean, well – Am I allowed to expand on that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It cost it cost us money to make, obviously, because uh, we've been working on it for a while. But uh, we expect people to be able to play Romulans uh, for free. It's a free expansion. You can download it on May twenty first, just like everybody else. Uh, it'll just be, uh, you know, we'll bring the servers down, bring it back up, and you can log in. All right. After hitting level ten and selecting an allegiance, players will only be offered rehashed Federation or Klingon missions. True or false? False. 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 All right. A Romulan character can start a fleet. True or false? True. If a player really didn't want to choose to ally with the Federation or the Klingon Empire, then technically they wouldn't have to. True or false? False. Technically, you don't have to, but you'll be stuck uh, doing the first five episodes over and over and over and over and over again. Okay. Uh, You you won't be able to progress the storyline at all. All right. All right. So, so Dan, when uh, just to, to jump back real quick, the um, Romulan character being able to start a fleet, I thought you were only going to be able to join whatever your allies' fleet was, be it Star Starfleet or uh, or Klingons. Are you going to be able to start your own Romulan fleet, or is or are you talking about Klingons and, and Fed? So the way so the way the faction is set up, it is technically its own faction. So in the back end system. When we do things like logic of who can make what and who can do what, uh, Romulans exist as a faction. Uh, they also exist as a allied faction to one of the other allies. So, for example, when you uh, a Romulan can absolutely go and create a fleet by themselves, and they can decide who they want to be in that fleet. Uh, but when they get to the fleet holding of Starbase and they go to make a Starbase, they'll be limited to making a Fed or a Klingon Starbase. Okay. Okay, that's what we were wondering. And, and, and uh, 
And so eventually, though, I, I read in another posting that eventually you guys are going to add the ability to do a Romulan starbase eventually. We're, we're looking into it as a possibility of allowing players uh, who – who want to have a Romulan-looking station? I mean, the thing is, is right. there's so much to the Romulan interiors of those of those star bases that mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 a lot of work, and I'm not sure if we'd be able to do it in the scope of what we've been working on. But we're we're looking at you know can we can we do it? I think we can. It just boils down to the time to do it. It's not part of our it wasn't part of our launch plans because that's that doesn't fit the story we're at right now. I was going to say I want to follow up really quickly on that. Then mm-hmm. so I, people have been asking at some point will. We'll, players be able to make their own Romulan Starbase, uh, you know, looking long term. But I have a more immediate question. So will Romulan players have the option, whether paid or earned, to switch your alliance? Uh, currently, no. It, we don't have any plans to allow you to retcon your choice simply because it opens up all kinds of cans of worms that I've seen other people comment on, which is, for example, if you if you do acquire gear through playing one ally's missions and then switch factions, that can be problematic. So we're, we're currently not allowing that. Otherwise, we'd have to go through your character and, and take away a bunch of stuff. And uh, it's just not currently part of our plan. Going back to talk about uh, the story and, and the, the, uh, the idea of, of uh, you know, progressing beyond the first five missions into your new life as a member of the Romulan Republic – what do you? What's your plans for a new player logging in after the expansion goes? You know, what do you? What do you see them doing when if I'm a new player and I log into the game for the first time? It- well, I, well, I know exactly what they're going to do because I've actually played all the content. Uh, but I will, I will give as much information as I can. So here, here's, uh, here's how we've reimagined the starting experience for Klingons and for Romulans, and how we've taken what we started with, which was really just PVE for for Federation players. And uh, by working on featured episodes, we've been able to uh, sort of flesh everything out. But here's what we're doing uh, with Legacy of Romulus. We are using the Romulan featured episode series, which was our second featured episode series that we developed, and arguably one of our first big story, uh, story-laden story episodes. We're using that as an anchor point. And that anchor point is a kind of a convergence where all three faction stories will lead up to. So the, the idea that everyone discovers the Iconian gateway on Brea, uh, Sela is, is taken away by what appears to be an Iconian. Uh, you destroy the gateway, you stop a Keeve, uh, and all factions currently will, will sort of converge at that point. And so what we've done is we've taken all of the missions prior to that, to that revelation and that convergence. And we've made faction-exclusive content for the Klingons and the Romulans that gives everyone a unique backstory leading up to that point. So, for example, as a Romulan, you will uh, log in at level one and, and be on your off-world colony. Uh, some, some things will happen that will lead you into the Romulan Republic. Uh, you will play through the Romulan Republic. You'll get to a point where you'll... Again, this is all. This is sort of a prequel to that episode. So you're going to play through that story content uh, that we've created for the Romulan Republic, and ultimately choose an ally 
uh, to help you uh, because you're you're just founding New Romulus. This kind of sets the stage and explains, you know, the fact that the Romulan Republic is was really kind of a, a fleet of ships following Detan. But you actually found New Romulus, and we kind of go into a lot of detail about what that means and and how that happened, and the sort of the the agreement between the Klingons, the Federation, about the founding of that planet, and then from that point forward. Uh, you have a storyline that acts as a Romulan Republic insight into what the Iconian plot is. And this is, this is where we're using, again, using that Romulan featured episode series as an anchor point. Here's what we expect. All three factions will now be able to create a character and play events leading up to that episode that are unique. So, for example, Romulans, Klingons, Federation all get their own sort of insight and backstory to what the Iconians are up to, and each faction has insight that the other factions might not see. Uh, and so that's, that's how we've restructured things, and as we move forward with other featured episode series, we'll be take, sort of taking things from that point forward for all three factions. And what do you think, uh, game-wise, where is that convergence point at? Is that at Rear Admiral? Is that at when you hit Vice Admiral? Is it Captain sometime? When when do those three stories converge from a gameplay standpoint? Well, I mean, it's 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 a little bit different for each faction because every faction has a little bit different level leveling uh, numbers as terms of when episodes become available. Uh, we think that it is somewhere between... Uh, the late 30s and 40s for everybody. For Romulans, we estimate it's about level 40, but because of DOFs and events and all that kind of stuff, it's hard to right, it's hard yeah. to exactly know when people are going to hit their certain things. But our, our goal is that by the time most factions get up through that episode in their late 30s, early 40s, that everyone converges. And then from then on, you have an option. You can either go do all of the uh, Cardassian hub, all of the Gamma or Orionis hub, the, the Breen, all the other featured episode series. Uh, you can go back and do the Davidian arc. Uh, so really, it's kind of up to you. We're, we're, we're looking at all that content after the Romulan featured episode series as shared content between all the factions. Uh, and we're treating the main storyline uh, sort of taking off from uh, the Romulan featured episode series. So the Breen and the Cardassians, they're coming out of what you might consider the storyline missions for the Federation, the KDF, and they're going to become more of a, a shared experience. Yeah, they're, they're becoming a shared experience because we're opening them up for all players so that when Romulans and Klingons finish the Romulan featured episode series, they have a choice of what they want to do, go do. If you're a fan of the of, of the Cardassians and Deep Space Nine series, maybe you you want to go do some uh, missions over in Beta Orsay sector. If you're uh, or maybe you want to go back down to uh, Klingon space, or maybe you want to go do some Romulan episodes. There, we're sort of looking at uh, all of that stuff as. What's going to take you from that that late 30s, early 40s up through Endgame 50? And then once you're 50, then you can start doing all of the Endgame events and the new Romulus reputation and the uh, and the fleet stuff. All right. So now we're the next few questions are going to be for Klingon brothers, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. So in last week's episode of Podcast UGC, Terry Lynn argues uh, that the KDF are currently suffering from a bit of uh, middle child syndrome. 
But in their defense, uh, we've heard time and again about the quote-unquote 18%, you know, 18% at conventions, 80% in the game, et cetera, et cetera, uh, and how the return on investment for the development simply just wasn't there. Talk to us a little bit about the business decision uh, to push out an expansion that highlights a new faction um, when there was, a, you know, there was a faction that was arguably incomplete. Uh, why not rebrand the Klingons? Uh, why not do both? I mean, I, I can't go into our business decision. Uh, I'm not going to dive into what goes on behind closed doors. But right. the, the idea is, is that we have uh, we have a chance and an opportunity to basically put everyone uh, in a situation where they can play this unique backstory uh, for their faction. We can give Klingons uh, a tutorial, fill in those missing levels, uh, and put out a new faction uh, at the same time. Uh, so we're doing it. We just went for it, and we're, we're doing it all at once. According to the uh, March uh, Ask Cryptic, the Romulans will uh, need to ally themselves with either Federation or Klingon uh, factions uh, for many endgame features. And so as it stands right now, um, pre-expansion teasers uh, that you guys have given us, the KDF um, may not be as enticing as the Federation counterparts is kind of what some people are worried about. Um, can you tell us more about the improvements to the KDF other than the 1 to 50 level and stuff like that? Basically, what, what, what kind of candy have you put in there for, to entice people over? Uh, well, it's, it's kind of what I've been talking about. It's, it's this, we're, we're looking at our story and we're looking at what we want to do in the future, which is move forward with story instead of, uh, and, and in order to do that, we want all three factions to be on equal footing when it comes to uh, understanding what happens next. So right now, the Klingons, other than, uh, they really have very little, if nothing, to do with the Iconians. Uh, or what's going on behind the scenes with the Tal Shiar. And so other than a couple episodes, you know, bringing down the house and, and the house always wins, I mean, there's very little mention of anything other than the Fekiri. So, uh, you know, I think what we're trying to do is we're trying to add more, uh, more backstory to the Klingon perspective of what's going on and why they would be interested in New Romulus, why they would you know, begrudgingly agree to help uh, the, the Romulan Republic and, and maybe give some, some thought process behind what Jempok's trying to do uh, as, as well as, uh, you know, provide a whole other faction's perspective, which is this Romulan Republic. So in terms of what's in there, it's not, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, we, we, we spent the majority of our time working on the Romulans because there's a lot to do there. Right. Uh, but, but we are... Uh, you know, we are trying to put everybody on that 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 story footing, so that you can play the Feds or the Romulans or the Klingons, and you can get up to the Romulan featured episode series and go, I get it, and I see what's going on now. I can I can understand the game a little bit better. And then when we launch the new featured episode series after the Legacy of Romulus, we'll be able to, uh, you know, Klingon players won't feel like they have to go play a Fed to figure out what's going on. Gotcha. That makes sense. And so then my last question would be, so like my current Klingon character, he's already a level 50. He's a, you know, he's a fleet admiral, all that kind of stuff. So what's going to happen if you, your character is already at that level, basically with the level expansion effect, do I stay at my current level? Will it scale in some fashion or will there just be new missions that I can run that weren't there before? Uh, great question. It is the last thing you said. You'll basically log in, and you'll still be level fifty, but you'll have all the you'll have all these new episodes uh, and new zones that you can go to, and and go and and play the story. 
get your backstory that you, uh, if you don't want to re-roll a Klingon, you can go back and play those missions. Uh, you know, the, the, I think everything scales to your level, uh, the way we've built it. So, you know, it'll still be leveled content for you. So in essence, even though you'll be playing at level 50, the critters should all be level 50, uh, you know, all the enemies that you're fighting. Um, and so it, it, it'll just be like, Oh wow, here's a bunch of new things for me. And Oh yeah, this, this is story content. But again, the stuff that we're adding is sort of prequel backstory to set the factions up for the Romulan featured episode series. Excellent. Thank you. That, act, uh, that answers my question perfectly. Great. So, Dan, tell us about the story. Uh, you know, it tells us you from the devlog. It says we start as a someone on an agricultural colony, not necessarily a farmer, but we start out there. Do I start out by killing rats in the basement like every other MMO, Dan, or do I do, or do I do something different? Tell me, there's a rat episode. I want to. Well, I want to. Well, heaven forbid I, I be quoted again uh, for that one. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but, the, but the idea is, is yeah, it, it, we're, we're going to try and pull a little bit of a, a, of a, of a dramatic tale in that you're uh, – because we're leading into the Romulan Republic and Detan's fleet, you know, we, we, made a de- we made a decision, it, it, and some people may like it and some people may not like it, but you're not playing the Tal Shiar. You're not, you're not playing the enemy in our game. Uh, mainly because the Tal Shiar is going to become, uh, you know, they're, they're hooked. We've already said they're hooked up with the Iconians. They're hooked up with some bad stuff. And we, we simply aren't willing to go down that path um, right now in terms of letting players play, play uh, Tal Shiar. Now, that said, what we decided to do was to take the idea that you're a Romulan citizen. Now, a Romulan citizen um, might fear the Tal Shiar, uh, may have may be looking at what's happened in government after the destruction of Romulus and Remus, and saying, you know, wow, you know, the Senate sort of defunct. This Sela uh, has kind of taken over, and this half human, half Romulan has declared herself empress, and she, you know, now she's controlling the Tal Shiar, and who knows what's going on? There's all kinds of rumors of bad things happening. I mean, Romulus have always been a little bit fearful of the Tal Shiar because the Tal Shiar are kind of the space KGB. Yeah, they're kind of like this, exactly, the space KGB. And so their, uh, you know, their methods are a little bit dangerous. Um, and so as a Romulan citizen, we kind of pose this question of what are you going to do about it? What, you know, what's, are you going to reclaim uh, the Romulan government? Are you going to just let this happen? Are you okay with this? Now, some players are going to say, yes, yes, that's what I want. But, but I think... <laughs> But I think uh, the tale that we're trying to say is that here is a situation where you have an oppressive uh, government who's come to power using the military, has set themselves up as a, as a somewhat of a dictator monarch, and the citizens have to decide, are you going to let that stand or are you going to restore your society? Are you going to restore your government? And that's kind of the whole reason behind the rebel, uh, the rebels, the Romulan uh, Republic and Detan, and sort of become this figurehead of that. And you're going to end up sort of having to make this call of who's who's in the right here. And, And that's sort of at the at the that sort of doubt about what's going on is at the heart of the Romulan storyline that we're telling. You're going to be looking at all the facts and saying, what's going on? Who do I trust? Who do I think can restore the legacy of Romulus? Is it Sela? Is it Detan? Is it Obasek? Uh, who, who should I be following? 
is there going to be uh i think i think what a lot of people are wondering is is as starting out as this agrarian farmer type you know civilian is there going to be this trigger event that kicks you into the middle of it you know one day you're farming you're like oh i don't think the tan can pull it off but hey i don't really like Talashiar, but then all of a sudden Talashiar lands and kills your sensei and you're like, oh, my sensei, now I fight for you. You know what I mean? It, it's like everyone's kind of wondering how you go from Joe Schmo plowing a field to all of a sudden you're picking up a, a you know a disruptor and, and running for it. And that may be too much to ask. Maybe you don't want to give that event away yet. Um, but I think that's kind of uh, the big question where everyone's going, really, we're starting as a farmer? Well, what's going to pull us from that to, to fighting? Well, and that's the nature of all great myths and, and and stories right it's 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 oh, what are we it, going to joseph campbell or tell me you're going to joseph campbell. <laughs> I, almost, I almost did right i almost i almost went into that and, oh. and i think and i think it's the idea of of you know are you the reluctant hero are you being forced into this is this really you know are we putting you in a circumstance where you neutrality isn't an option right like i think those are the those are the themes that we're going to be pursuing is you you simply are given no choice. You can't just you know live on an off-world colony and ignore everything that's going on. You're 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 going to have to make a choice, and and that is definitely going to be forced upon you, but in a very dramatic way that I'm not going to spoil. Okay. Uh, but yeah, you'll 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 definitely you'll go from off-world colonist to I'm in the fleet, uh, the Republic fleet, uh, very quickly. Gotcha. Okay, so it's it's definitely like a triggered event. Yes, basically. it's a okay. it's a trigger. It's a it's it's a you you know <laughs> see if you, can, <laughs> you see if you can get out of this one. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, that's cool. I I look forward to it. I love stories like that. Like I, I love uh, you know what event's going to kick a you know kick you from indifference to all right. It's time to to pick a side. You know, yeah, I love well, that. So. And in true Romulan fashion, at level ten, you say, "Well, who's going to give me the most for my, you know, uh, allegiance? Who's going to be the best for me? Who am I going to pick? Who's going to who's who's going to get my 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 friendship?" I posted something about that. It's it's really an interesting kind of topic for today's world, because I, I look at I look at a situation where you've got Detan, right? He's he's kind of the the leader of this fleet. And he's kind of an idealist and a reunificationist, and he's following Spock's lessons, and he believes that everybody needs to come together. But he's only one guy, and he, yes, he has a little bit of hardware, but not much. Uh, and he, you know, they decide they discover New Romulus, and you, you'll actually be part of that, and you'll you'll found this planet, but it's not necessarily in Romulan space, and it's in the middle of a contested area, and all of a sudden, you, you know, Detan's like, look, we, we want to found this planet. And the Klingons in the Federation are going, and, and why should we let you do that? And uh, I think it's this interesting uh, negotiation that's going to take place where you're going to have to cut a deal, right? And you're cutting a deal saying, okay, well, we'll, you know, go ahead. We'll let you found your Romulus. But, you know, each faction wants a uh, wants an embassy on the planet, which is a little odd right off the bat. And uh, you know, I think both factions kind of look at the at, at the tan and what he's doing. And since they're you know the Federation, and the Klingons are both fighting each other, but also looking at the Romulans uh, and that what the Tal Shiar is doing. I think they're they're seeing an opportunity to either gain new technology or gain hardware that the Romulans have, or to to basically push their ideals. Uh, on on what they view as a possible coup. See, and I, I find that interesting too because I, I think that what we're going to see is a lot of 
based on who picks what allegiances within the game, that's that's going to lend to the the personality or at least the perceived personality that you want your character to have. Obviously, I think you're more vicious uh violent type characters are going to lean more towards a Klingon alliance who have this, you know, heavy hardware and this kind of attitude of we love to fight and all this kind of stuff, you know, and it, it's not so much exploration and friendship and so much as, as you'll see those others that lean more towards the Federation. So that's that's what I think is going to be one of the most interesting things is uh what allegiance you pick uh, and why? Like, what what reasons? What what things are lending to you as far as uh, personality wise? You know, do you want your character to have? Because that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a vicious person, but you know what I mean. If you, you want your character to be more cutthroat and cling on, or do you want him to be a little bit more? I, I'm really into exploration and friendship, and and you know, I, I like to lean towards the Federation. So I, I really I can't wait to see what each side is going to lend to that. Um, with that well, I, I think you know if you're if you're kind of riffing on that, I think that a Romulan uh, character, you know, you you're not raised under Detan. You're you're sort of forced into the situation where, you know, you're given you're given a uniform and said, you know, help us simply because you, you know you're you're trying to figure out how best to restore the legacy of Romulus, but that's not necessarily mean that you agree with what Detan's ideals are. You might believe that, you know what, you might go talk to the Klingons and they say, you know what, Detan's here today, gone tomorrow. If you need, you know, if you really want the Romulan people to, to have any territory left whatsoever, you need to side with us because, you know, if you're going to take on the Tal Shiar, uh, you know, we're, we'll be there to make sure that, uh, you know, you at least can carve out a space for yourself and we'll leave you alone. Otherwise, we might as well just take you over, right? Like there, there's, there's opportunities for Romulan citizens to basically hear both sides of the story and say, boy, uh, you know, who, who do I think is really going to help me in the long run? And on top of that, you know, Detan does have to cut some deals. And I think the, one of the things that's unsaid so far uh, in all the blogs that we've talked about is – the Romulan people don't necessarily know what happened to uh, to the Hobbit star and what uh, who destroyed uh, Romulus, and so I think there is this quest for knowledge that Romulan citizens are going to undertake. That you're going to need the intelligence uh, gathering of different factions to sort of help you uncover truths about what happened. Because you're not necessarily getting the straight story from anybody. Uh, I think everybody has a little bit of nuggets as to what, who did what, and everyone may claim, you know, well, so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. Um, but I think you as a citizen probably want to know the truth. You want to know who did what. Uh, is Detan is a terrorist? I don't know. Maybe he is. Um, it, it all depends on perspective and, and who you trust and who you follow up with. Nice. Loving it. Loving it. So, so speaking of Iconians while we're there – you know, there's a lot of speculation over who is this new silent enemy. Is it the Iconians? If it's not the Iconians, how will the Iconians play together with this new group? And and where have they come from? Is it this? Is it this? Uh, day ones. The, the day ones. Thank you. You know, it, is it some remnants of them? Maybe. You know. So there's a lot of speculation, and I know that's a huge spoiler. Whether or not you decided to to give us that much of it, um, how are the relationships? 
uh, going to connect all that? Maybe you can give us that kind of a, a feedback. Well, it's a huge spoiler, and I can't share it. I, I really want everyone to experience it uh, if they play a Romulan. Uh, you'll definitely get the answers to all those questions. Um, but, but honestly, the silent enemy is a, a very specific uh, enemy that we chose uh, to be um, a, a very specific threat to the Romulan Republic. So uh, the founding of New Romulus, um, the, the whole concept of, of what uh, Detan's trying to do, and again, the events leading up to the Romulan Featured Episode series, uh, you're going to uncover the connections between all the dots. Uh, you're, you know, and that's kind of the intrigue that I'm talking about, that as a Romulan, you know, you, you're, you might have to go undercover and, and figure out the, you know, how everything connects. A you Romulan know, how, spy? No way. How, Seriously? <laughs> how is, forget it. it. Forget it. How is, uh, you know, how are the silent enemy connected to the Iconians? How are the Iconians connected to the Daywans? How is Hakiv connected to the Iconians? How is Sela connected to Hakiv? How is Terrace connected to, uh, to Sela? I mean, all, all these things um, are questions that Detan and other Romulan citizens may have. And, and until we sort of uh, and, and until we sort of run into Obasek and the Remans who sort of force everybody's hand uh, and say, you know, that's it. They're, you know, they're the Talshar is killing my people. We're going to, you know, we're going to strike um, until that happens. Uh, it, it's really trying to figure out what the heck's going on. It's going to be a lot of fun to uncover all that stuff. And I can't wait. Um, I'm going to throw one last question at you. It'll be my last question. I'm going to let Tony and, and uh, Elijah run away with the rest of these. But uh, I, I've got to do it because I'm the ship guy. What What's the biggest, baddest type ship? You know, what are, what are we looking at coming out of there? I know you guys have put out some awesome concept drawings. That Super Mogai class that you guys put up on the webpage, the concept drawing, I'm already in love with that ship. I must have it. Um, you know, but is there anything you can drop about these these just amazing ships and their capabilities that we have coming down the line? Uh, so first of all, our plan is to, you know, just like we've done with the with the other factions, we're, we plan to have every Romulan ship ever seen in a in a TV show or series in the game. Um, nice. So so we'll, you know, we're we're already working on everything that we know of, and uh, you know, as soon as we run out of IP uh, ships, we'll continue making our own, and. We're actually meeting with CBS to talk about um, more Romulan ships uh, next week. So yeah, we're, you're going to see all the Romulan ships there. It, you know, I can't spoil when they'll be released, um, but for the most part, when once you get uh, once May 21st comes around, you'll you'll be able to log in and get all the information and see what's there. Uh, but but everything will be there. I mean, everything. As far as which one's the biggest and the baddest, boy, I, I guess that's personal preference. We're sort of taking the we're taking the uh, the approach with the Romulans that. You can, uh, you can pick any of your favorite ships, and there there should be an end game version of it. So if you nice. want to, if you want to fly the, uh, you know, the old school Warbird at end game, I think we're gonna we're gonna oh. let you do that. Tell me, wow. I'm gonna have a one shot plasma torpedo in that thing. I just, I just, <laughs> I don't want any other weapons. I don't want any other guns. I just want one humongous. Oh my god, I'm gonna die plasma torpedo. Yeah, See, don't hold me to that because I. Wow. I I don't know for sure, but we're we're definitely that is the plan is to is to let people fly their their favorite ships. At, at now, it. now, aren't you afraid? Because I I can already hear the question in my head. If you allow people to fly the old TOS Warbird like that, you know what's going to come next. Uh, okay. Why can't I have my oh, end game? We're ready. We're ready for yeah, that. Okay. All right. That's okay. as long as you know it's coming because you know that'll I, be I the next coming. thing. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. We'll see. We'll see what happens. 
All right. Well, and, and I just want my Super Mo guy. That, that, I got to tell you, I don't know who did that. Is that Ian that did that, that concept drawing that's up on the page? Uh, I'm not sure. So it might have been the concept artist that, that, that did the art. It's beautiful. Whatever that ship is, I want it. It's awesome. <laughs> Give my congrats to them. That is seriously yeah. one of the sexiest ships I've ever seen, period. Yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty more coming, too. So you'll be, you'll be pleasantly surprised when you see some of the other ships. I can't wait. Since you're feeling such an expansive move, Dan, why don't we just go ahead and talk about the Nimbus 3 Adventure Zone then? Okay, let's do that. Yeah. Well, tell us, so where are we going? What are we going to do there? So Nimbus, uh, so Nimbus is, uh, unlike New Romulus, Nimbus is actually a leveled zone. So, so what that means is that it, the missions and the combat that take place on the surface of Nimbus are specifically designed for um, um, a level band. So if you're a high-level player going to Nimbus, uh, you're going you're gonna to be a lot more powerful than a lot of the stuff there. But it, it does take... Uh, there are several missions and episodes that take place on and, and in uh, instances in Nimbus. And the story that we're telling on Nimbus is um, some of the prequel uh, content that is going to directly lead into Obasek and the featured episode series. So, so again, this whole idea of Nimbus being the sort of backworld neighborhood uh, place to that's right next door to New Romulus, uh, Nimbus is you know, was this failed colony that sort of... Yeah, the planet uh, become, of galactic peace. The planet of galactic <laughs> peace. Yes, the planet of galactic peace is... is See how well that turned out. Turned out not so good. And uh, it's sort of a, a, a turned into Pirate's Paradise now. And um, and so it's going to be very interesting to go there. And uh, there's, there's some very specific characters that uh, have sort of taken up residence uh, and you're going to... You're going to have to track them down and, and find out, uh, you know why, uh, what's going on there. So it what, figures directly was, into the, it figures yes. directly into the storyline then. Yep. It does figure directly into the storyline. Um, and so, uh, that'll be open to I, all, all factions, I believe. So even feds and Klingons, uh, again, will be able to go there, but keep in mind that the overworld will, will be leveled. I think it's somewhere between level 20 and 25, uh, um, all the stuff that's in there. I can't, I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but uh, the instances, I think, are leveled to you. So when you do the, the different instance missions on Nimbus, uh, they will actually be leveled to you. Um, but it's kind of fun. It, it's, you know, it's, it's something different and something new. Uh, we, we sort of look at it as uh, something that is different than New Romulus in a way because it's a lot more combat-focused. Uh, and, uh, you know, having, having a big pirate planet's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to, to go and, and, and see what's going on in the, in the bowels of that place. Great. Uh, and so this is, isn't going to be an adventure zone like Nukara Prime. It's not going to be someplace that you do repeatable content and get marks for something. This is going to be something that figures into the storyline that you can go back and visit if you want to. Yeah, you, it figures into the storyline. You can go back and visit it. Um, uh, whether it's tied into I don't. there isn't a Nimbus reputation, for example. Um, it might you know, there might be some dailies that you can do for Romulan reputation, uh, however, so we may open up that uh, at some point. Uh, but right now, it's it's really uh, sort of a uh, some events and some specific people that lead you into uh, the the vault episode of the featured episode series. What? So there's not a pirate reputation yet? <laughs> not yet, sorry. <laughs> ah, well, you put that on the list. Put it on the list, okay. the, th- the things to do list. Pirate reputation. I think. Pirate, well, people I, do wouldn't that. that be called mercenary? I guess Merc- maybe. Yeah, maybe mercenary, something like that. Sure. Yeah. Independent, Call what you want to. Something like that. Yeah. 
All right, Dan. In March, uh, last week's Ask Cryptic, uh, it was explained that Romulan Republic duty officers will be added to existing packs in the game and that Romulan Republic captains will gain access to duty officer packs uh, of their chosen ally. Uh, Arcade Master uh, asks if Romulans will have access to unique duty officer assignments or will they only have access to assignments from their chosen ally? Uh, they will have access to unique duty officer assignments as well as access to the assignments of their chosen ally. So once again, the Romulans have, have a little bit of, uh, uh, of a leg up in some ways because they not only get some unique uh, duty officer assignments, but they also can do uh, the assignments of, of the ally they choose. So if you want to go Klingon and do the Renegade stuff, go for it. Uh, but you also get some Romulan uh, duty officer assignments. But most of those assignments, I think, take place... Um, in Romulan space, I'm not sure it extends much further out there because it's really themed to the to the Republic and the new Romulus stuff. Um, that said, so you know, again, Romulan Republic, uh, when they hit the point where they can start doing duty officer missions, you'll be sent back to the Romulan Republic fleet where you'll get your set your first set of Romulan uh, duty officers, and then as you level up, you'll get more. Uh, uh, Romulan duty officers. Now, we're also, I think, doing a Romulan and Riemann duty officer pack uh, that's in the works as well. And so you'll be able to, so everybody will be able to get Romulan and Riemann bridge officers when that comes out. And I think we're also adding Romulans into the existing Fed and KDF duty officer packs for the launch of Legacy Romulus. So, so a, a lot of stuff going on with the duty officers uh, to, to make sure that Romulans and Riemanns are represented. And, you know, actually something else that you said in your uh, Ask Cryptic was that uh, you, you wrote about the look and feel of Romulans, of the Romulan content and how fantastic it turned out, and that you're window shopping for the latest uh, graphics card. Are, are we looking at having to upgrade our system? Have, are the recommended system requirements changing? No, 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 they're not. In fact, I think we're actually doing <laughs> that's just that's just a, a comment to how bad my video card at home is. Oh, wow. uh, I, I think uh, I think the idea is is we're actually doing some work to try and uh, fix some of the the bad problems we've been having with some of the uh, video chipsets out there. But we're also trying to um, uh, crunch some of our textures and and, and make them performance improvements uh, to improve things if anything so we're not we're not making things worse we're trying to make things better um but yes in terms of uh the romulan look and feel the reason why i said that is because you know not only are you going to get all of the romulan stuff that we remember from tng and deep so all the uniforms will be there uh or at least let me not say all but there will be a lot of uniforms that you recognize um but the new stuff that we've made i'm actually very happy with i'm, I'm happy with the concept for uh, for Detan's fleet and and for his uh, for the Republic, I mean, I, I keep calling it Detan's fleet. It's not really his fleet. I think there's actually a, an, an admiral that runs that fleet. Um, but uh, the the Republic fleet is is essentially has their own. In some ways, I call it a militia uniform, but it's basically citizens. You know. Uh, Minuteman. Uh, Minuteman's probably Minuteman, a good... Minuteman, yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of the kind of coat with the lapels and stuff like that. Yeah, there was a Minuteman feel to that. Yeah, it's very yeah. it's very much like, you know, these are citizens that have decided to become, um, you know, defenders of their people and to do whatever they can to, you know, maybe you're formerly a security officer, maybe you're formerly an engineer, but but basically you've, enli- you know, you've enlisted yourself to to try and uh you know be a rebel and, and and fight against your government and you know without access to some of the you know the great tailors of in the galaxy uh <laughs> you, you you've at least put together you know your own look and feel 
And uh, the nice thing there is that um, depending on depending on which ally you choose, Romulan uh, Republic captains actually get different costume variants for their Minuteman outfits. So. Uh, as well as Remans get their own specific flavors as well. So there will be a little bit of variation uh, and exclusivity depending on which, which route you go and, and, and which path you take. Let's uh, we'll switch gears on you a little bit here. We want to talk about uh, star bases. Now, you hinted a little bit that there might be some help uh, for small fleets, and Azurian Star submitted a, a question. And Can you give us any details on, uh, on how that's going to be uh, a little different for small fleets and star base projects? Yeah, we're uh, crunching the numbers right now to figure out uh, how much we can reduce costs on projects um, across the board. Uh, so um, that's really what we're going to try and do. We're just going to try and flat out make it easier. <laughs> and so uh, we have. I'm this- sorry. Could could you make that answer a little more complicated for me? That wasn't complicated <laughs> enough. I I need some more. Yeah, we're, hedging. we're just- I need some more hedging. We're just going to drop prices. We're just going to drop prices. Uh, at least that's what I want to do. I've asked the systems team to do it, and really, I'm just waiting for their proposal to come back and say, "Okay, here's what we're going to do." Um, so once once we have the final details, we'll put that out there. But really, what we're trying to do is we're trying to look at um, all the work that people have done for small fleets, uh, and and just say, you know what, we're just going to um, we're just going to make it easier. Again, kind of kind of to follow up on that. A couple weeks ago, we did a show. Uh, we had some comments, and someone wrote a column on our site about how. At least right now, it's possible to go to other fleet stores on their star bases if they have a higher tier sure. level, and you can kind of you can kind of buy stuff. And you know, even if your fleet hasn't earned it, you can use your fleet's provisions to buy stuff at other people's stores. Yep. Is that working as intended? Are there things about that system you don't like, or is, is that going to stick around? What's the it's not necessarily not necessarily working as intended, but you know, we're we're trying to we're trying to f- get all that sorted out uh, for. Um, for when we release a legacy of Romulus so that it's uh, it's in a little bit better shape. So it, it might be that I lose the ability to visit somebody else's store, but the idea is you're going to bring the cost for my star base down anyway, so I won't necessarily need to go to somebody else's store. That, that's the hope. The hope is, is that we just, we just, uh, we just recognize that, um, you know, there's, there's been some challenges for, you know, our estimates for the number of, of uh, people in fleets, um, you know, w- was good, but there's a lot of people that are still struggling, and, and we're just we're just going to make it easier. Born to so you're giving st- you're giving starbases a new hope. <laughs> oh come on, that was bad. That was bad. I know. Can you get off this show? You need you need to. You, you sound like you're itching to be J.J. Abrams' uh, PR agent there. Hey, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, not, now you've gone and brought him up. Not that now I'd say no up. to the job. <laughs> I mean, that must be really confusing for him to have to kind of go back and forth between Star Trek and Star Wars interviews. Right? But at the uh, same time, awesome. Best of both yeah, worlds? Yeah, best of both worlds. Oh, come on. Ah, ah. See? I, come on. Everyone gets their props. God. Well, we have him to thank for the legacy of Romulus, right? I mean, he blew up Romulus in the first place, didn't he? Well, I guess we have, uh, we have to thank him, don't we? Now, well, let's. Uh, well, I don't know if I'd thank him. But <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'll do is uh, we're we're trying to fix. Something. You're trying to fix it. There you go. Okay, I like that. I like that. You're trying to fix it. I like that a lot. So, are there actually are there any plans to um, collaborate a little bit with the movie coming up? Not at the present time. Again, uh, these are two different studios and two different goals, and uh, uh, they, there's been a big giant firewall between the two 
um, in terms of things, they've got their own game coming out and their own, their own agenda. So, uh, so we're just, we're just happy being in our own universes and we would love to work with them and we'd love to collaborate. But from what I've heard, it's just not, it's just not appropriate right now. So we're, we're not really pursuing it. Uh, going back to Fleet Starbase's uh, Born to be Wild One asked whether there's been consideration um, into increasing fleet capacity, uh, with, especially with the influx of Romulan players. He even suggests that perhaps a system, the, that the system register a member by their account and not necessarily by their tunes or alts. We're, we're, you know, some of the things, uh, I don't know if we have a solution just yet, but one of the things we are looking into, we, we don't think we're going to raise the fleet level cap, but we are looking into fleet alliances. Uh, and again, tying that to, you know, can fleet, c- kind of what you were talking about a few minutes ago. The about stores, how, yeah. Uh, people can kind of g- get together and, and, and do the stores anyway. We're looking at, at a way to maybe formalize that. And actually, I do have one question that wasn't on that wasn't on here. But um, any uh, any headway or big announcements for the gateway in conjunction with Legacy of Romulus? Uh, not right at this moment. Uh, we are working on some gateway stuff, but we're not talking about it yet. So in the recent uh, in the second dev blog for Legacy of Romulus, you went into discussing. Romulans flying Federation or Klingon ships and vice versa. Can you tell us a little bit more about that and what players can expect? Well, this is certainly a big topic and one that we're, we're looking at the feedback that's been coming out about this. Um, you know, we, we have made a decision, uh, at least uh, as we were developing the expansion, that uh, we wanted uh, Romulan captains to be able to uh, fly uh, the ships of the other factions. Um, and there, we have a lot of different reasons for wanting to do that, but we certainly understand um, the concerns about that, and we understand uh, the way uh, the way players might view that and say, you know, why would why would Romulans be allowed to fly this ship or that ship? And 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 there are some story reasons that we have for why why that is. But at the end of the day, we're also looking at it from a very practical sense. Uh, from both a business sense and from uh, the idea that players have invested a lot of some, you know, especially some players have invested a lot of money in 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 ships, and because of the fact that you're playing the Republic and you are joining, uh, you know, you're, you're sort of using uh, the uh, intelligence community of the other faction and establishing an, uh, an embassy on your planet. We're, we're sort of saying, much like Bajor, in a sense. Um, we're saying, you know, it's it's okay if you want to uh, fly that other faction ship that you uh, already bought, um, and certainly the fact that all uh, limited edition lockbox ships they all uh, they're already playable by any faction. It's it's not too much of an extension. Uh, to say that that Romulan Republic would also have access to some of these other ships, and and the important thing here is that that's that's where we're at. Um, we currently don't plan to change it, but we are reading all the feedback and, and we're definitely discussing the arguments for and against. The way I look at it right now is that, uh, you know, we are discussing it with CBS. We are looking into, um, you know, the business side of things as well and, and really just trying to, to, to find uh, the best way to make the most people happy because you're never going to please everybody. Um, but when it comes to our business and it comes to uh, the way that we're, we're running the game, I think um, it might not be 
horrible just to, to let people fly some of these ships. And the main thing is, is just making sure that Romulans have a good variety of ships too, right? Making sure that, you know, if you want to fly a Romulan ship at every tier, that there's, uh, there's an option for you. And, and, and uh, you know, there's, there's different types of consoles and powers. And one of the things that, that uh, hasn't really come up too much or hasn't really been discussed much is there's actually a, a reason for you to want to fly a Warbird as a Romulan. And that's because um, you, you not only come with space, uh, a space trait uh, with subterfuge that actually works well with your, your cloaking device and gives you a good damage boost, but um, Warbirds have a new combat mechanic. I mean, flying a Warbird, there is, uh, there is this new singularity core, which other ships don't have. And if you're a Romulan and you fly another ship that isn't a warbird, you don't get to use those cool powers. And, and so it's, it's a little bit of a detriment. You know, there's already a little bit of a, of a negative built in there for, for Romulan captains because you're kind of giving up some of your firepower in some ways to play those other faction ships. So, so once, so our, our plan is this, we're going to put it out on, on beta as is, as we've, as we've made it, uh, now and we'll see how it goes and and hopefully um, all the data that we're collecting and the opinion opinions and and the people that we talk to and um, you know we'll, we'll just look at it and see how how it works but for right now that's that's the plan uh, but I just want people to realize that that we you know we're cryptic studios and we we have listened in the past and and uh, we'll, we'll we'll consider we'll consider it you know you were just talking about some of the singularity powers and things um, you know, we've heard talks about overloads, jumps, shadows, plasma shockwaves, overcharges, and, and things like that. Um, do you know any more about, or do you want to share any more about that right now, about uh, any of the specific uh, abilities of the Warbirds? Well, I, I, I can't go into great detail on them because um, I didn't design them, uh, and I think there's some great blogs coming out that are going to go into detail. But the thing, the thing that um, people aren't quite seeing yet is that they're tied to singularity cores, and singularity cores can only be slotted in Warbirds. I've uh, already tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so uh, you know, um, when you have the singularity cores, um, you know, as you level up, you get more and more powers that are tied to this uh, – uh, this uh, power bar and it's really you know kind of like what the legacy Romulus site says you know as you push your engines to the limit you, you power up these abilities and uh, you can unleash your singularity core on any of these abilities so they get stronger the more uh, the more power you put into it and and so that's that's sort of a very unique mechanic that that Romulan Republic captains get when they fly a Romulan warbird so so it's 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 almost like I don't expect too many people not to, that are Romulans not to fly warbirds. So uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how it goes. But that's, that's sort of how we're looking at it. And, uh, and maybe it's a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Um, at the end of the day, maybe everything's okay. Well, coming with this special new setup of, of the uh, Singularity Core, is this uh, maybe a step towards actually having, you know, a lot, a lot of people forever have been asking, you know, we have slottable impulse engines. Everyone's been saying, why don't we have different types of warp cores? You know, and now we're seeing these specialty powers that are coming with a Singularity Core. Is this possibly a step towards uh, are, all they're factions? They're already on Tribble, James. They're already on yep. Tribble. Yep, you <laughs> okay. can go on Tribble and you can see them now. And, and, they're and fun. That, and it's they're the first... Yeah, it's the first new type of equipment that we've added to ships, and 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 warp cores, which uh, the Klingon and the Federation have, um, 
will have all their own variations and their own themes and and different rarities and different things that they come with. But those are those are those don't work in Romulan warbirds. And similarly, Singularity cores are have their own special st- stats and stuff. And those um, those are very specific to the the warbird mechanic and the Singularity mechanic. Yeah. And in fact, I posted a pic on on. Uh, on uh, the um, Ask Crypt or the blog today, a picture of what that little UI looks like and how it expands as you get new powers. But it looks like a little uh, half circle radial dial. And as you, um, uh, as you power up that bar, you basically unlock better versions of those powers uh, in combat. And so it's kind of like, um, I guess in, in some ways, you know, it's, it's like other classes in, in MMOs. Maybe it's a little bit like a paladin. Maybe it's a little bit like a, a rogue or, or, or something like that with a bar, the uh, power meter. A little bit like City of Heroes used to have the power meter. It's, it's, uh, it's a little bit like that. And so it's, it's new. It's different. Um, but it is, an, it is a reason to fly a warbird for sure. And uh, when, when you don't have it, you really start to miss it. So uh, once people get their hands on that and start to play with that, I'm wondering if some of the concerns over flying other ships really kind of kind of don't become quite as big a deal. All right, Dan. Well, we want to open the mic to you if there's anything that you'd like to address and uh, and let the audience know and the players know. No, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna let let it go for now. I think that uh, we've talked a lot about uh, a lot of new things. Um, you know, I don't want to kind of spoil a lot of the the dev blogs that the team is working on right now. Uh, we are have a very aggressive blog schedule, so you should be able to see new information coming out every week, if not every day, uh, about what's going on. And so you know, we should have a fun a fun time on the forums uh, from here on out. <laughs> well, nice. Dan, thank you so much for spending uh, the hour with us. We know you're busy and. Gosh, do we appreciate all the hard work that uh, you and the team are putting into it. These are exciting times for uh, Star Trek Online, and we look forward to uh, to march under the Raptors' wings. <laughs> all right. Me too. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Take Dan. A very special thanks to executive producer Dan Stahl for stopping by. Let's open hailing frequencies and see what's incoming. Message coming in, sir. Hailing frequencies. Open. See, we are getting to know each other. From the STO forum, we hear from Arcade Master. Good episode. I appreciate the sneak peek at the May update stuff on Tribble. I think some of your assumptions about the new update are off, especially about how much the KDF will get out of it, but it'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Very curious about how Dan Stahl will respond to the outrage of the Alliance thing next week, though I'm not sure he'll say anything beyond his statements in the Ask Cryptic thread. It will be your jobs to get more out of him. Have a listen for yourself, Arcade Master. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Sean Newboy writes, Tony, the Federation is doomed no matter how hard you try. The skies of all the Federation planets will turn green with our ships. Great show, guys. P.S. I just saw Elijah's signature picture. Love the $60 bill. You do have the best signature of just about anybody ever. You have your own money. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and Sean Newboy? Okay, thanks! Bring it on! Kapla! <laughs> Yu-Chan writes in, The lithium cost of Zen is usually low when there's a sale on Zen points. Conversely, when there's a sale on C-Store items, Zen to dilithium decreases. Well, Yu-Chan, put your analysis to work on the comments section of our new weekly blog posting from Sam on Maui and his dilithium tracker. Uh, keep keep your eyes peeled and, and buy low and sell high like you're supposed to. 
Solendis writes in, I don't think the statistic of the KDF having only 18% of the population is relevant at all to the Romulan population. The reason it's getting the latest information coming out is that the Romulans will be able to use and purchase equipment from both Romulan and their chosen allied faction, including past sea store purchases. In fact, I believe there is no reason to play a new character in the KDF or UFP-specific factions after the release from a gameplay perspective. Everyone should play Romulan because they have this dual faction advantage. And they have their own freaking warbirds. Everyone should roll a Romulan character when the expansion comes out. I don't care who you're playing. Uh, it, there's new gameplay mechanics, new goodies. You can have your old goodies if you have Federation or Klingon ships. I think Crypt Cryptic has thought this out, and I think that they've they've hit it on the head. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, especially after talking with Dan Stahl and the latest dev blogs, uh, you know, Romulans really have best of both worlds. And that's pretty cool, you know. That's pretty cool, and that you know they may not have you know your own fleet starbase, but you know whatever you create your own Klingon starbase or you join a fleet that has it. I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, I am okay with it. I, you know what I would have liked to have seen though is the instead of the repu having to pick a reputation. Uh, I'm sorry, pick an alliance. I would have preferred if they had integrated that that during your mission progression, you you had options that that leaned towards a federation or uh, or Klingon. So, you, you know, if you chose Objective A, it gave you rep points to the Federation. If you chose Objective B, it gave you yeah. rep points to to uh, yeah. the KDF. I really would have loved to have seen that kind of mechanic. That would have been a fun mechanic. There was a similar one in uh, the old Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the first one, uh, several years ago. They had a similar mechanic. I think they followed up with it in, in KOTOR 2. I never played it, but I think they had the same mechanic you're talking about. I think the only problem with doing that in an MMO is that as you're building the reputation one way or the other, I guess that leaves the possibility open of going back the other way. You could start one way and then go back the other. And at some point, you have to have some sort of threshold or cutoff where you have access to the other faction's gear, you have access to the other faction's uh, social zones. You have to have, you got to draw, just mechanically, you have to draw a line and you have to say, pick. I think they're going to make well, it. Try, I think they're going to try to make it work for story too that way. But I, 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 there's probably some challenges there. Well, isn't that what that level forty break is? At level forty, that's when you really start reaping the benefits of your of your allied uh, faction. That's a good point. But I think that for mechanics wise, being able to join a fleet that's still important even before you hit level forty for the abilities to uh, access other uh, social zones. Uh, to visit unique duty officer uh, vendors and that kind of thing, I think you'd want to hit that level a little lower. And again, that was sort of, you could try doing a reputation progression like that, but you don't, it would only be effective for so few levels. I don't think they'd, re I'd get, they don't, they wouldn't get much out of it, you know? They'd start at level one, you do your reputation back and forth to level 10, and then you're locked. So I, I don't think you they'd know, get a lot of bang for their buck. You know what's kind of what's actually what Dan Stahl had said in in the interview was that uh, your Romulan character can in fact create a fleet, and they would have a fleet starbase only it be a KDF or or Federation starbase. Right. And you know what? This whole time I've been thinking about um, about the whole alliance system, and I was, I, you know, in my, in my head what I painted I, when I painted this picture of the way they were describing it, it was that I would end up having to join. A, an already an existing fleet and then access their starbase but 
it's it is weird to me now thinking that all right i'm a romulan and i'm gonna and we're we're all romulans and now we're going to build a star base oh wait no it's a we're gonna build a federation or a klingon star base i guess story-wise you you can argue that yeah it makes sense you're you're allied they're giving you the resources quote-unquote to do to make their star base i don't know i just pictured it as as a romulan character you could not create your own fleet you would end up having to join an already existing fleet and I think that would be better than creating an actual star base and creating your own fleet and then build, making it, you know, having it build to be a, a Federation or Klingon. You're, you're right in some respects. I think the reason they're doing it this way and allowing Romulans to create a fleet and if you want to start your own star base is that I really do think in the cards someday, a year from now, a year and a half from now, some expansion, they're going to have Romulan star bases. I think it's just a matter of time and develop. I think it's a matter of development time, really, to build the interiors, to build the exteriors, to uh, come up with unique, you know, weapons and things like that. Uh, that's the starbase vendors could sell, uh, and then and do it and implement it that way. I think if you are give the Romulans the ability to, if they so desire, to uh, join to build their own fleet from the ground up and start building a starbase, I think that they're going to include a mechanic to convert. That, like, you know, a fleet at one time, fleet admiral power, if your fleet admiral is a Romulan character and there are only Romulans in your fleet, they'll be able to convert it over to a, a fleet star base. I mean, I think the mechanic, doing it this way lays the groundwork for a later mechanic that would let them convert a star base to a Romulan star base. I think they've, I, I think they've thought this through. I think they've, if that were them, <laughs> if, you, if they haven't done it this way, hurry up and fix it. But lay the groundwork for a mechanic to be able to convert it later. And I think that'll work. I think it'll work in the long run. All right, the G- Grand Nagus stops by again and writes, enjoy the show as always. I do a lot of traveling in my work, so podcasts like Priority One help the trip seem shorter. So thanks. I like Tony's idea about the full story experience spanning all three factions. Yes, Tony, right. Don't ever and- argue with me. Don't argue with me. <laughs> And for the record, that would definitely motivate me even more to level a character in each faction. However, I kind of doubt they will actually pull that off. I think a good portion of the new KDF content is going to be based around new adventure zones, not hardcore story episodes like we love. I wish it were, but I'm just trying to be realistic. Either way, I'm just looking forward to playing it and leveling some new characters. Until the next time. Is this the same Grand Nagus from before? I mean, I can't. Yeah, this is a different Grand. This is this is a this is a kindly Nagus. He's not grand, really. He's just he's nice. This is a nice oh, Nagus. Man. Oh, so a Grand Nagus, and he and is, he thinks I was gonna say, and, and he agrees with me, which makes me like him even more and even better, even better. Dan Stahl agrees with me again. You know, it's not one to fifty. I was wrong on that part. You don't have unique story one to fifty, but you have unique story one to mid thirties. And then you start to converge. And I think I, and uh, going forward, they're going to the, the future episodes and things you're going to have are going to be playable by any of the three factions. And I think for the longevity of the game, I think that that was a smart move. And I think they're, they're doing it right. Uh, when I first heard about this new Romulus thing, the first thing that went through my mind, I'll admit, was strategic blunder. Uh, but then the more that's come out, we had a talk with Dan I think that they have thought about this long and hard. They're making moves and putting in systems into place for the longevity of the game. And I, I think they're, so far, what I've, from what I've seen, I think they're doing it right. 
Uh, and again, special thanks to everyone who liked us on Facebook. If you're not already following us on Facebook, that's facebook.com forward slash priority one podcast. And for our Twitter followers, Jack Attack 00720, Free Loner, and these are the voyages. Thanks for following. Thanks to everyone for your feedback. We love to hear from you, and we love to read it back, and we love to talk about it. Well, that wraps up episode 122, broadcast live from trekradio.net. Maybe not tonight, but normally. <laughs> Remember that we are on the air every Thursday night at 8.30 Eastern, 5.30 Pacific. We're getting some amazing feedback, and we love the live audience. So thanks for joining us. Uh, this is a great show. We covered a lot of uh, fantastic topics tonight with Dan and Vegas. Don't forget, Captain's the priority one network is expanding and we're in need of two audio editors to help with the weekly publication of our podcasts if you feel you're the guy or gal for the job send us a sample of your work to incoming at priority one podcast we are looking for your suggestions and ideas for trek it out field notes our community spotlight and other improvements and additions you can submit your ideas and questions with our online form on the priority one website or via email to incoming at priority one podcast.com we're also on the social networks, Facebook or Twitter. Head over to PriorityOnePodcast.com and check out the latest comic by Alex Calderwood from the New Arc 2. We are on Facebook. Head on over to www.facebook.com slash PriorityOnePodcast and say hi. Check us out. You can also see us on Twitter, as he said, at StowPriority1 for showtimes and other cool stuff. Captains, as we mentioned in our introduction, we are gearing up for Star Trek Las Vegas. And to help with the cost of broadcasting live from the convention hall, we're asking for your help. Our goal is $700. And boy, do we need your help to get there. You can use our PayPal account to donate funds. You can find the link on our homepage at www.priority1podcast.com. Or next time you shop on Amazon, use our affiliate store and make your purchase that way. Remember Bob, the big orange button, the shiny candy-like button that you are dying to push. We would like to thank our guest, executive producer Dan Stahl, the entire team over at PriorityOnePodcast.com, our production assistant and art director, Alex Calderwood, our audio engineer, Lennon Rich, and the composer of our awesome theme music, Mr. Chris Watts. Special thanks to our sponsors, Sayulita.com, our syndication partners, Subspace Radio, Trek Radio, and Trek Radio Live Crew, and of course, all of our listeners out there in the Stowe community. We love you guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, keep tuning in. Thanks, guys. Enemy ship on sensors. Red alert. Ready weapons. Engage. Transfer complete.